Hey everybody, you've reached the Mayfair Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm Andrew. And this is Josh. We will be chatting about the movies screening at the Mayfair from Friday, August 28th into the new month of Thursday, September 3rd. Oh. September. Back to school. Man, you even like did a hesitation there. Like we wouldn't know what the next month would <laughs> what be. Is it? Who knows? They mix it up. It's September. And my wife's October. birthday is September 1st. So I like, I have to remember. You gotta remember. September is a particularly important month or the very start of the month is important. And then it doesn't matter after that. And then uh, everyone goes back to school and nothing bad will happen. I guess goes back or like quote unquote goes. Like, goes. I don't know. I don't understand. I can't follow. Everything's confusing now. Different things are happening. And it's like it used to be when we were kids where you'd read about a thing, but then you realize it meant about the States and not here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> nothing. There was no Canadian content back then, apparently. Well, that's the weird thing now is that not to talk about multiplexes, but <laughs> it's hard to get away from it. There's. <laughs> There's this movie coming out by a guy, and it's been delayed a long time, and mm. people are really excited to see it. It's out now. Is it today? I think today Wednesday. is Wednesday. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. This unnamed mystery the, movie. You can't figure it out. The Put together the clues. Shh, don't tell him. <laughs> With Christopher Lee, yes. So we got that, or we, Canada has that. I was going to say, wait, wait, wait. That was kind of a Surprise. weird way to drop that. <laughs> I mean, is this, is this uh, it's only in Canada? I, do, I, I did read something about no, that. No, it's only everywhere except the united states i think we get huh. it first but then it's almost like the way it used to be with film prints back in the 70s like the grindhouse days i do believe they're kind of rolling it out like it might hit the uk and us on wednesday and then it is in australia new zealand three or four days after that it's weird even though it's all digital they're still kind of rolling it out hmm. but it's this weird penalty for the nice people in the states of like uh, you guys screwed up. You don't get Tenet. <laughs> like, you said the name. Oh, God, what have I done? <laughs> but here's and the other weird thing is poor New Mutants. Anytime a movie gets delayed, often the movie's not bad, but it gets cursed. Like, mm. I can't think of a movie that got so much press for being delayed two, three, four times and then came out and was a big hit. I don't know why. Maybe it gets people's heads that they're like, ah, it wasn't good enough to come out. So anyhow, after years like i think this movie was done yeah three years ago and then because of covid because of the disney fox thing because of some other reason it just kept on getting delayed supposedly not because of any worry that it's a bad film but they're putting it out against tenet so sort of <laughs> it's, i mean it's, unless it's the united states i guess I yeah guess you're right yeah <laughs> but anyhow the movie industry is tiptoeing back to normalcy everywhere except the United States, where most of these movies are made, yeah. these big movies. So yeah, it's it'll be interesting to see because in the past month we have shown new films, new 2019, new 2020 films. But I'm curious what'll be the first, the first actual kind of repertory leftover movie we get. Yeah, because we still have the poster for New Mutants. Like it's been in the basement for I know. two years. We at got least. these collectors' items now. That <laughs> long? Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. I, I remember seeing it when it first, and I kept. I'm not gonna lie to you. Several times I was like, should I take this nah. home because it's a collector's item? But then it, it's not. I, we, I don't know. We have the Kevin Spacey, all the money in the world. Oh, I forgot about that. And it, that. Does it just have his like little face somewhere? Like yeah, his he, old his old man face. Yeah, God, man, that's a, about that bizarro world alternate universe thing <laughs> i still can't believe that like in retrospect with how that came out like plumber was great in it uh, so but good. i was like how the hell would and uh, he got like, an oscar nomination yeah which I almost i think was kind of a like okay thanks you pulled this out of the fire <laughs> good right? job but like I, I was just trying to picture you know like because he would have had probably that southern accent he has like get spacey i mean and just picturing him in that plumber role playing an old man with the makeup like it's just, it's I don't bonkers. think it would have been as good. I, I think it nah. would have looked like a guy in makeup. Yeah. But that movie, I almost wish, 
I could like men in black myself because you can't help but go in. I'm sure some people got to go in because we forget, but there's some people who just go to movies mm-hmm. and who might not even follow controversies like Kevin Spacey, you know, like they just kind of don't follow that kind of stuff. But you can't help watch that movie and kind of be looking for the effect or mm-hmm. looking for the cut. And it did a damn good job. Like there wasn't a part in that movie where it looked like a guy on a blue screen six months later talking to a tennis ball. You know, yeah, like, yeah. They, they did a really good job. Because I think there was only like one or two scenes that had Spacey like in a faraway thing. Yeah. Where you can't really see. But yeah, like that that was a good movie. Like it was really it just nobody talks about it. This is the most someone's talked about it in yeah. months. I think. <laughs> but but it was actually like like quite good, and then it, it's it's sort of funny they, they the same story they did uh, that ten part series on Showtime oh, I think yeah, yeah, and yeah. That was, was uh, Trust yeah exactly and that called? was the big comeback for uh, Brendan Fraser that's right so, yeah I've heard of that I, here we are talking was, we're talking about TV yeah wait, was well, he was he Marky Mark in that um, I think he was uh, yeah I can barely remember I think he had like a Southern accent though um, he was the Marky Mark. Maybe not the same character, but yeah. the same. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of get like almost sort of a character. Yeah, and it was a lot. I think it was a ten part. It was like ten hours or something. So it's like I, I never got to see the whole thing. Like I just didn't. I was kind of just done with the story by then. Like I just watched that movie, and then I was like, I, I don't know. Like it's just, it's just so. I'll it's strange get how, to it. and this is nothing new. How stuff comes out at the exact same time, and usually it's not coincidence. Usually it's two studios being stubborn and going off the same property and just butting heads Mm. and whether that's ants and bugs life or deep impact and armageddon like it happens over and over again where stuff comes out at the exact same time and you're like wow that's a weird chain of events but usually just because someone like well it's mine too i'm bringing it out i don't care oh man like the deep rising like the relic and all that stuff (laughs) not that those are the same movie but you know well kind of it's it's pretty much yeah it's just one's in a museum one's on a boat this is pretty much the same one of the podcasts i listened to horror movie survival guide two ladies in la talking about horror movies really good show they talked about we miss getting it maybe because of covid but the one with kirsten stewart underwater oh yeah yeah underwater yeah underwater that's what it's called underwater kristen stewart underwater underwater. (laughs) it's called kristen stewart underwater (laughs) i just described it i did it i did a good job so one of the hosts just posted a thing saying that she liked the movie Mm -hmm. and someone just came out swinging well in my opinion it's not a good movie because of ridley scott and alien and blah 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 and i'm always just and i just shut up i didn't say anything but i'm always just like you don't have something nice to say like this isn't a debate club this is someone just talking about their podcast yeah you know? is this so, another alien underwater movie it is so it's like deep star there are a whole bunch yeah. of those deep star leviathan. six leviathan <laughs> yeah. lords of the deep i think there was like yeah. three or four of those movies that came out in the same year oh yeah, yeah. and it's I, I haven't seen like i think lords of the deep was the one i hadn't seen where it was like just bonkers i guess i think that's the roger corman one oh, yeah. which they did i think they did a mystery science theater oh yeah oh, yeah the, i just the watched Rift, that. Yeah. i think is another one they're all the same movie basically but like... but like any movie like that it's fair for a person to say alien-esque without yeah. getting somebody mad at them like that's what it is it's Alien came first, and then all these other movies. It's like Die Hard, you know? Everyone that came after that one was yeah. Die Hard-esque. Like, this is just The Abyss, but with an angry type thing, or whatever, yeah. Alien, or whatever you want to call it, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, well, you know, especially you with sports online. Every once in a while, just because I'm on the Mayfair tweets, and I'll see you re-comment, or t- and I'm just like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, what are you, like, like, the person on the other end isn't going to go, 
you're right, sir. Yeah, <laughs> like, I've gotten a lot better as I've gotten older, but it's some. I mean, I mean, nowadays I just can't look at comments whatsoever, just oh, with no. all the stuff, yeah. especially with basketball, and and especially now with you know the latest thing that's happened, you know, that I'm not gonna get into. But now, like the Raptors are talking about maybe boycotting at this point, and, oh, wow. and, and it's. I don't think that it'll go that far, but it's just the amount of middle-aged white dudes on couches who are like, take your millions and play, shoot your ball. You know, (laughs) you're just like, buddy, life is way more important than putting a ball into a hoop, you know, or or a movie or anything like that. You know, same, you could, you could really like tie all of this. Like, yeah, anybody getting mad at a player. And I've seen a number of players say they're stepping back in various sports and get nice reaction of fans Mm -hmm. or journalists going like, oh, we understand you have Mm -hmm. a family. You don't want to be away from them for sure. All this kind of stuff. And especially now it's like, no, you don't get there. Despite what they do for a living and how much they get paid, they're still a human being who are maybe like, ah, maybe you don't want to get sick. And especially in the States with the, I have so many (laughs) friends and people I admire in the States, but the poor States, like they're mainly the States, mainly the States. Yeah. Yeah. And, And it's the same with movie theaters, you know, like I have, the most respect for someone like Scott Derrickson, who's going to say, don't go to a movie theater as much respect as I have for someone who's like, I'm going to go to a movie theater, you know, like, it's yeah. just like, nobody's wrong per se. Like, it's like, who, who are you to, especially for, you know, the type of business that we are. Yeah. You know, we want you to be safe, but also to do what you want. You know, we're not making people feel bad for not coming to a movie. Like. And it's different in the States. Like you, you'll hear news and you're like, Oh, and then you, that's horrible. And, there's still bad going on here for sure. Yeah. But we're a pin drop compared to what's going on yeah. with our friends across the border down there. And who well, knows? Yeah, it made me think. I've been very lucky, and I'll preface this with just like all of our patrons have been amazing. But I can't help but tell a story just because it's relevant. Of I had my run-in with what people call a Karen. <laughs> Not you, oh, but others have called. Your first, your first Karen? My first Karen. Finally. Melissa, COVID, COVID Karen? COVID Karen. <laughs> Melissa did as well. And I swear... I'm not trying to put myself up on a hero pedestal, but my first reaction was just like, not anger, but just like, yeah, I know times are tough, but maybe you're just not ready right now. Like, it's just, she was so angry and her arms flailing in the air. Like angry at us? Angry at everybody. Like just in, like in a social distant line and kind of looking over her shoulder at the person behind her (sighs) and then angry at the person in front. I didn't say anything. It just didn't come to my head at the time, but my, I should have said, like, I, you know, I appreciate you coming, but are you? I don't think you are in a good space right now. <laughs> and then she got some popcorn from Raina halfway through the movie. And Raina said she was really like, is this popcorn safe? Which I laugh about because, like, if you're knowingly a horrible Greasy Spoon diner, you're not going to answer, oh, yeah, no, it's horrible. Yeah. Like, you're not going to say, yeah, we lick every kernel. It's, it's safe. So she was really... Is it safe? Is it, yeah, she was really concerned about that and then like we're asking people to pick up their own garbage which everyone's been great about yeah and reina said the only bit of garbage after this busy for us like 40 people movie was one kid popcorn just sitting in the middle the one person who seemed most concerned about her surroundings also did not follow the rules yeah and didn't seem too enthused about having a mask on and all that kind of stuff so it's tough out there, but it's just like when everybody and, and what I find, too, is when that happens, the couple people behind her in line are extra nice. Right. Extra nice. And so, like, I don't have animosity to this person, but I just had this feeling that I wonder if she was always like this, like even before is a person who's really not doing well in that sense now. I think so. Just an excuse. Because on the other end of the coin, we've had a couple people in 
and one was with their spouse, boyfriend, whatever. And you could tell this was their first step out and was was really antsy and asking a lot of questions, but not rude and very polite. And Lee and I were here and answered a bunch of questions. And she thanked us afterwards. And it was so nice, a nice interaction all around. And a person like that, I admire them because clearly they're like, you know, they're the person who's afraid of flying, getting on the plane, mm-hmm. you know. So I've only had one, one in a month. So that's not bad because I've yeah. heard horror stories even from in our neighborhood. So I haven't, I haven't seen any Karen behavior. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> not yet. And what is, is there a, what's the male Karen? Is there a male Karen? I don't know. I feel like it'd be like Kyle or something. Or Kyle? <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> or just, just men. Just yeah. Like... <laughs> For the most part. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird that she was like weird about wearing a mask, but also nervous about things being safe. That doesn't seem to correlate. So she didn't want to wear a mask or she... She had to be kind of reminded and it was just like (laughs) in the same conversation. I think I mentioned on here, but recently I've had... I I think I mentioned one, but now recently I've had two people, two different friends tell me about parents who don't wear seatbelts. Wow, what? Which blows my mind because like seatbelts has been a thing for quite some time. Yeah. But that's like inherited. That's like, I'm sure when they were younger, my friend's grandparents probably didn't wear seatbelts or whatever. So there's that mindset out there, right? Like there's still that like, you can't tell me what to do. It's not like we're saying you can't watch your favorite program or you can't eat your favorite food. It's this helps you and your friends. This Mm -hmm. is nice for everybody. So so it is like I, I just thought of it, but it's most people are great. And even I've had it makes me feel like more of a grown up and an old man. But like kids and by kids, I mean, like, you know, 15 year olds or 18 year olds come in and just be super polite and making sure they're doing the right thing. And I see them putting away their garbage afterwards. And someone recently was like, I like the TikTok generation because they seem like they're really <laughs> ambitious and doing things and doing protests and into politics and into arts. And and that's what made me think of it. Like those kids were asking about films and really nice. And they called me sir, which I'm like, oh, <laughs> man. All right. That was the one strike against them. Yeah. Though. <laughs> like, ah. Then I'm like the substitute teacher is like, no, buddy, you don't have to call me sir. Yeah, like, that's all good. Sir is my dad. <laughs> my dad's I guess? name. I don't, how does that work? Man, well, that's good. I mean, you know, so the younger generation's doing it well. Oh, I think so, yeah. I don't think I've seen young kids without a... Like, I, I, when I see people without a mask, they don't have it on or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's it's never... I don't think... It's usually adults. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> for the most part. Or it's like below the nose for some reason. I don't really get that's, that yet. Or it's weirdest. around... I see a lot of around the neck. Yeah, and I mean... I uh, think they're uh, not clear... I think what the signs need to say is cover your face with the mask yeah. <laughs> yeah not put on like don't just wear the mask put yeah. it on your face yeah because well, it's, it it's like count. the seatbelt thing right you can't just put it imagine a roller coaster you can't just kind of put on the roller coaster barrier yeah you got to put that on or you gotta else, like, you yeah. know what happens will then be your fault yeah i used to have i remember when i had it below my shoulder like when i was a kid and i thought like oh, how, yeah. wearing it properly was kind of like it didn't feel great and so my mom allowed that while i was a kid but then eventually it was just like this isn't really that how <laughs> you know because you hit a certain age where you're like yeah so your shoulder's gone if you just hit the bump or something but luckily nothing that <laughs> we never had any terrible thing i couldn't imagine having kids and not wearing a seatbelt oh my god or just and, not wearing one period yeah and and you think of like the good old days where it's just Three kids shoved in the back with no seatbelts. Yeah. The baby, like, I don't know, laying on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> like, school buses even, really. Like, it's like, that sure. always, you got 50 kids on a school bus, and they're all like, 
hands in the air yeah. running around it's and... weird that there weren't more messed up scenarios with yeah. that you know like more maybe not something like trick or treat where that bus goes off the cliff but you know like or sweeter after nothing yeah. like that but I mean is there a science to it like kids bounce better kids are yeah kids are stronger it's like, weird like nothing really ever came of that like and it's just not I get I mean I imagine it's still the same as it was when we were kids like they're using the same yellow buses even on greyhounds like greyhounds don't have seatbelts do they I don't I haven't been on one in a I while don't, I want to say no but again I don't I know the buses aren't running I did look that up because I was thinking of going to Toronto to help my sister-in-law move yeah. which is more like my wife is going and so i was like well maybe she'd like some company <laughs> yeah and then so i mean i was checking the train and then i checked the bus and it just straight that's up that's really exist. irresponsible <laughs> uh, yeah well i think going on the bus would be irresponsible which is why it's not open right now and i, I was like yep that's fair that's fair we because you can't you take a greyhound not right not from ottawa you can from montreal you can from toronto but not Weird. I guess not even to Ottawa then, I suppose. If trains? The, or the train? I mean, the train's fine, yeah. The train's fine. But yeah, because trains, you not. can stay away from each other pretty Yeah, and well. I, I guess the train is kind of similar to here, where, like, you know, it's it's like masked to get on or whatever, and then you don't have to wear it during the thing, I, yeah. I guess. I don't know. It's I've been of, on trains before, like, going from here to Toronto, and they were empty. But I think it was, like, right. a really long train with 200 people spread out really far like you yeah. don't see anybody so it's nice too i actually really like taking the train to, to montreal or toronto like it's it, it's more expensive but it's it's just that scenery is so nice i, I said like a v rail app, yeah. but <laughs> I just still, it really is nice like you're just relaxing looking out and then you're on a bus i took the bus so many times to like north bay or wherever you know just six eight hour ones and you're like man this sort of sucks i have a friend of a friend who went to the whole gang of them a bunch of guys i know went to a wedding in winnipeg and this one fella is afraid to fly. And so of all things, he bust to Ooh. Winnipeg. Wow, that's... Back and to Winnipeg! Yeah, yeah, yeah that's not... No and one it, wants to go to Winnipeg. Canada is so big with giant gaps in between, but it, it's something like a 20-hour bus ride or yeah. something like that. Maybe huh. more, because it probably like stops in between. But yeah. I'd just be Ugh. like, oh man, just suck it up and take a sleeping pill or something and get on that plane or even the train like you probably can't take the whole way but i mean maybe take the train to somewhere then take a bus <laughs> yeah like it's gotta be god that, that is a lot is it one bus i think it's one bus that just stops a whole bunch maybe okay. he might have had to get off it in between but i know there's some buses like that like i'm taking a bus from ottawa to florida yeah you might stop at hotels or get a new bus driver somewhere along the way man no yeah i don't even think you stop at hotels i think you just you tag team off the bus driver. Yeah. That's probably, you just find a guy in like Kentucky or whatever. Yeah. Like you stop halfway. <laughs> we had to do that. We went from like high school for a trip. We were going to the Bahamas. And so what? we took a bus from, we didn't take a bus to the Bahamas, but <laughs> we took a bus from Perry Sound to Florida. And wow. so, which is probably further than Ottawa to Florida. I assume i don't know i can't how did you get to do a high was it like a band trip yeah yeah or? exactly yeah really? so we were we were in the concert band or whatever and so there was like the wind ensemble a couple of different groups and so like you had to pay obviously but you know so we went up and like it was actually a lot of fun like i think it was grade 10 or 11 and like it was fun but i remember like it was still it had the vhs and the little tvs still oh, yeah. which was great yeah, yeah, yeah. and so you could bring movies but like most people forgot to or didn't care or whatever and so like i got my friend to tape American Beauty, I think, and Fight Club, I think it was. So it must have been 99, I guess. Yeah. And so I just remember, like, first of all, we shouldn't have been watching Fight Club. Good Lord. Like, I think both those movies are restricted. Yeah, we were we were 17. So, I mean, it's close, close but yeah. not everyone was 17. That's funny. And so, and I just remember the funniest thing was, 
we watch American Beauty first, and then the guy had cut off the credits to start the next movie. And so, like, I don't expect you remember this, but the end credits for American Beauty are, like, nice, piano-driven, you know, real calm. And then it smash cuts to, like, the <laughs> Dust Brothers soundtrack opening of Fight Club. He's being like, <laughs> and people were just, like, shut. It's, like, 3 a.m. Yeah. Shot up. And I was still awake, thank God. And it just, like, that's one of my memories of that. And the other memory is that the other guy who remembered to bring VHS was the super nerdy geek guy who had been my best friend in grade three not important but kind of funny and so he brought highlander star trek <laughs> one all these like great movies but yeah. like nerdy long you know nerdy not, long <laughs> yeah like it's you know i feel bad like i didn't have a problem with it but let's just say like a 16 17 year old girls were not stoked to be watching any of the movies he brought yeah and just holy god that first star trek is long also these on vhs you could like <laughs> Fast forward through that 35 minute scene of them doing the the zoom towards yeah, or the dolly into the, the they don't let you do that they just they were just like hit play, the teacher hit play and that's it like no one touched it until it was over except for when Fight Club came on and they shot up and ran to the thing but yeah that so that's like that's it's a lot of stories in one but those are those are my memories of, of that trip I had this really horrible babysitter in grade where would I have been like grade five or so, or grade six or so. Before junior high. And it was my last babysitter before just being a latchkey kid. And man, I love being a latchkey kid. It was just such a nice freedom. I would go to this person's house. It was like they were they had like a home daycare. So I would go there just for like a couple hours after school until my mom was done work and then get picked up. So I wasn't there long. and But it was just, it was that like, you know, disinterested babysitter kind of yeah. like. And she was like a grown up, but it was... She'd have stuff on VHS, and, and I remember it was the age of, like, the pride in this giant taped-off TV VHS collection. Duh, just, yeah. Just, like, a 8-foot by 16-foot wall of, <laughs> yeah, of VHS tapes. I have a, a family friend who did that all the time, and I did that, too. I'd tape I mean, stuff. I don't think you were really supposed to do that. No, <laughs> that's part of the reason why you wanted to do it, though. That was the weird thing with VHS. I remember watching she would tape Ghostbusters or G.I. Joe, but wouldn't let me fast forward the commercials because if I just sat there for an hour versus 44, 45 minutes, that hour meant I was occupied for an hour. Right. And if I fast forward to the commercials, she'd have to do something to entertain me for that 15 minutes. And yeah. I always remember that, that she wouldn't let me fast forward the commercials. Man. And it was this weird thing of the time, but... Yeah, it'd be the weird... same commercials again and again too. Oh think. yeah, well that's why we all have. That's why everybody of a certain age has the Gilligan's Island theme song in their head because you've just seen it a bunch of times. They're like, Droids and Ewoks both only lasted a season. Yeah, but man, I've got those songs in my head because I watched them over and over again because they're just reruns and they might have been on for like a three or four year run and you're thinking. Oh, that lasted a five-year run. Nope, that was one season. And at least the Ewoks had a catchy theme song. Like, the Droids one was just that crappy 80s oh, whatever 80s, it was. Super I don't 80s. even remember, like, how it, it was just like... Dur, 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 and, like, the dudes singing. I, I don't even remember. It sucked. I could sing it, but I won't. But I, everybody can go YouTube it. <laughs> Maybe I'll put it on the end of this. Yeah, we all do want you to sing it, but I, I respect <laughs> that you're not going to do it, not. so that's fine. Trouble again. 
let's chat about August 28th through September 3rd. We're into September. Is summer over? I don't know. What's summer? There? When's the solstice? Is I that... always forget the days. Is it, is it Halloween? summer Yeah. We're all wearing pants. We're all, uh, yeah, I had to do it. Uh, today was... Oh, oh, oh God. <laughs> okay, you got to leave that in. Andrew's has, just, has an explosive point to make um, with his pub. Andrew just attacked us with a... What was that? That was amazing. It's sparkling water and it just wow. exploded Aha! everywhere. <laughs> that is the name of the fizzy drink that exploded. Oh, man, that was, that was amazing. Terrifying. Anyway, you were saying... Where were we? I don't know. Movies. I think I was saying we're all wearing pants, which is a funny way to... Thank <laughs> God we're all wearing pants. <laughs> that was awesome. August 28th, September 3rd. While Andrew cleans up, we'll just soldier through... So we have two new films this week. One is a documentary called The Great Green Wall, which is an African environmental documentary about people building 8,000 kilometers of trees to help save the world because the world is dying. Man, yes, be- it's not the Matt Damon... Uh- no, <laughs> yeah. or the great green, Great Wall movie, or the Green Monster, green in monster the Boston or, or Ballpark, the Green. Yeah, the these Dis- are all great. The or, Disney soccer movie, or the Green Knight, or whatever that one was that was supposed to come out, but we're not getting it anymore. It's not any of those. It's none of those things, but it is great. So come see it. Then we have. I'm looking forward to this. This looks like a very Mayfair highbrow kind of film. The Burnt Orange Hearsay. Oh yeah, it's or sorry, the Burnt Orange Hearsay. H-E-R-E-S-Y. I think it's heresy. Heresy. I keep on seeing hearsay, but that's wrong. Yeah. No, heresy. 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 I'm really confused by the pronunciation. Burnt orange heresy. The burnt orange, etc. Most importantly, it's... It's another title that people will will come to the box office. Yeah, we're getting it wrong. The burnt apple... (laughs) Yeah. uh, (laughs) One for orange. I get one for the bad news heresy. No, that's not it. The burnt orange Julius. Yeah. The one with uh, Kiefer Sutherland in it. It's like, no, no. It's the other Sutherland. This has Kiefer's dad... But it has Mick Jagger in his first starring role in... Oh, man. I think Free Jack? I was going to say Free Jack. Jack. I didn't even get to say Free Jack out of my mouth before he got it. I thought it was his first movie since Free Jack, but I looked it up. He's done three or four other films, but just tiny little cameos. Yeah, he's done some indie stuff. Free Jack, he was the villain. And in this, he's the supporting part, but it's his first real role in quite some time. And it's so funny because even though I'm not really familiar with the other two actors, you see the poster, you see the trailer, and it says like, two or three actors' names, and Donald Sutherland, and Mick Jagger. And he just is like, oh, that's weird. But yeah, it's a highbrow art heist movie. Ooh, art heist? Yeah. Not art it, house. But not heist with guns a-blazing and car chases, but it's like a... Uh, like American Animals or something? Or is kinda, that what it was yeah, called? I think that it's like a, an, an art... Kinda, but they don't... Maybe they don't... Well, I, all heist movies are about how they screw it up. Yeah, all, that's true. And they're crime doesn't pay movies, which I love crime doesn't pay movies. Mm. So this is about an art dealer trying to get donald sutherland who's a really famous reclusive artist trying to steal stuff off of him trying to Mm. get stuff off him so that's kind of the plot everything about it looks like a nice sunday afternoon highbrow art house kind of film based on a novel by charles williford who wrote cockfighter oh that's a weird left turn yeah that's (laughs) and and i think he wrote miami blues which they also made into a movie with Alec Baldwin. I remember that oh, movie. Yeah. But it's not cockfighting. I actually watched that movie during the lockdown. Good? Yeah. It's like hard-edged crime movie. Hmm. Alec Baldwin just plays a real SOB. That he's actually weird. quite great in what it. What year yeah. was that? 1991 or something? See, I think hmm. I saw that... I would have been in high school. I think I saw that 
with my dad at a drive-in, but it was the B picture. So mm. what's 91? Like, I don't know. Like whatever Silence was, of the Lambs? Yeah, or? like something good was the first... Something we went to was the first one, and then that was the second one that you stick around for and stick go... Stick around for Miami oh, Blue? Yeah, that was a yeah. good movie. That was fine. That was a good movie. It's weird to picture him as a SOB character. Like, well, I mean, that's not true. I guess most of his characters are. But like, as like a badass, you know. Oh, man, you see him not too... Well, now he's sort of the funny guy on, yeah. you know, 30 Rock. But then he was just doing... Yeah. Even his little parts in Mission Impossible now. Like, he's not too body shame him but he's about twice the size as he was before yeah and he doesn't look bad like he doesn't look like marlon brando or anything but you look at him in the he's early got a days bod. he, he never quite became an action point, hero actually. but he like hunt for red october yeah like the shadow yeah 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 that's there's definitely a couple beetlejuice <laughs> oh beetlejuice yeah, yeah. oh beetlejuice <laughs> so these man are it was great. tim burton's birthday the other day yeah and i saw a photo of him directing paul rubens on the set of big adventure mm-hmm. holy cow like he looks about 13 years old i think i think he was like 23 or something yeah but man he looks like a baby like he just looks like probably he was one of the youngest people on one of those things where he's like he's one of the youngest people on the set and there's like grips and camera operators and sound people who are like in their 40s and 50s and there's a little like 21 year old bossing them around but man so weird even even uh batman returns like he was still like he had that youthful energy oh yeah top of his game it's one of those things where a few years before that he was an animator and then cut to five, six, seven years later, and he directs the biggest movie of all time. Yeah. Or one of the biggest movies of all time. Well, and even making a billion dollars for Alice in Wonderland and like yeah, all, all those movies that, that I don't remember he made. <laughs> that he still, even if it's a movie you don't like or that critically flopped, you look at his track record. And I only know this because I was curious and I looked a little while ago on like Box Office Mojo. And even stuff that really gets kicked down like his Planet of the Apes made a lot of money oh yeah and that's all that hollywood cares about when a lesser tim burton movie like dumbo only makes 600 million dollars you're like wow he's got a good run of like that's why hollywood likes him and he gets to make a little movie every once in a while because they're like yeah sure you can do big eyes because you made big dumbo or whatever big big, big, big ears (laughs) he goes from big ears to big eyes i don't know i forgot he made dumbo to be honest with you I still haven't seen it. I gotta see it. Michael Keaton's in it. I I just hear it's really uh, sad. I, I see, and I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna get to it. I'm yeah. just gonna watch Batman Returns again. <laughs> again. Then we have, as tradition, the last little while, it's two new films and two retro films. So our two retro films this week are continuing our Bruce Lee fest with The Way of the Dragon. Is that's that good. another American one? Or no, that's still not an American Does one. it have Jim Kelly in it? No, that's Enter the Dragon. Uh, oh, uh... Way of the Dragon is still... No, it's still um, Hong, Hong Kong. Kong. Bruce Lee directed it. I think it was the only Ooh. one he directed. Chuck Norris is in it. Ah, oh, okay. cool. Without the mustache oh, and the beard. Weird. He looks unrecognizable. He's and it's had the that... big... It's the one where they fight it in the Roman Colosseum. Okay. And that's supposed to be like all the nerd critics are like, one of the greatest martial arts things ever. It's weird to think... Because they were friends in real life. Who wouldn't be, right? When we were... God, when was it? When we were kids? When I was a kid or a teenager? Maybe a teenager was Walker, Texas Ranger. Yeah. Which I've never watched an episode of. Not to snob it, but I think it just it wasn't on. I think it was in the days when like we still didn't have Fox in Ottawa yeah, yeah. and We didn't stuff get like Dr. That. Quinn Medicine Woman I either. I remember it being on. It was yeah. like... I think it was or, on like Saturday nights or something. Or it was either that or we just didn't have the cable package. We probably had like basic cable and it was on fancy cable or something. Yeah, that was the era when... A movie star going to a TV show was because they weren't a movie star anymore. 
Yeah. Whereas nowadays, you're allowed to just go back and forth and it doesn't matter. Yeah, well, and that's why Cage is doing the Joe Exotic series because of Al Pacino doing Hunters. Oh, yeah. And, well, and, yeah, doing TV now is... It's a blur. I mean, the fact of the matter is we just want good content. It doesn't matter if it's big or small screen. As long as it's well-written, oh, yeah. well-directed. Well, at least well-written. And like that. we said, we live in the world where we get stuff just at the same time and that's fine and movie nerds come here and people who can't make it here watch it at home. And yeah. I think more and more, five, ten years from now, it's going to be that Steven Sonnenberg world, his kind of pitch of like, I don't even know if Blu-rays will exist anymore, but it'll be like the Blu-ray on streaming and in the theater all at the same time yeah like just the same the, the capsule that you swallow and then you've seen the movie oh yeah. man it's, it's right right in your eyeballs direct from the screen you get to commentary and it just like looks like sonnenberg sitting on the couch beside you that could be good like hologram yeah hologram sonnenberg i would be that uh then finally this week we have one of my favorite movies of all time scott pilgrim versus mm, the world classic top 10 for me and it's a 10th anniversary to make us all feel a little bit older I, don't, I almost would have thought it was a bit older. So too- that's, I think that's the first time ever where I've been like, if you'd said 15 years, <laughs> right, I would have right. believed you. But not 20. That's, that's But crazy. you look at everybody in that. Michael Sarah, I've seen recently and stuff, looks pretty much the same. But there's a couple of people. Brie Larson, you look at her in that compared to Captain Marvel. Everyone looks like a kid. Everyone, I think we're just in that kind of early 20s to now their early 30s era. Or maybe yeah. even some of them were like mid, late 20s playing teenagers, which happens a lot. But... Yeah, it's crazy to think that in that decade, you look at that cast, and whether it's Brie Larson or Michael Sarah, I mean, Jason Schwartzman looks the same. Jason Schwartzman looks the same. He's kind of always looked the same. Mary Elizabeth Winstead, all these actors in it. Captain America. Captain America. Brandon Routh was maybe the oldest guy oh, in yeah. that movie. Yeah. But yeah, like such a good cast in that movie. And it's I, I just love the like rapid fire comedy of it and likability oh, yeah. of the cast and just I mean the soundtrack's great. I mean it's all of it is great, but just that rapid fire aspect that Edgar Wright does is just such on yeah, display he's, he's in that good movie. At- visual comedy for yeah sure. it just never stops and i think a lot of it is is the cast because i mean you, like michael sarah i mean if you don't like michael sarah you know you probably won't like it but just i find him very likable and just his it's the perfect role for him you know? oh yeah and for a role that was not written for him you look at the comic book and you're like wow that's yeah. kind of spot on yeah it's, it's spooky really and uh, as a giant comic nerd and this is one of those projects kind of the same that happened with harry potter where the movie was shooting before the source material was finished. Like, I think book five came out, or maybe book six. It's a six-book kind of manga series. Mm-hmm. And I think book six wasn't out when the movie came out or something yeah, like that. But so, they obviously had, like, talked to, like, Game of Thrones. You know, exactly, yeah. Like, the creator was involved and they knew mm-hmm. what was going to happen. But I thought it was unfilmable because, like, six big, fat, 150-page manga books whittled down into two hours. Yeah. But they did a great job. And, and yeah, it's just... I always joke that it's it's my favorite Canadian, not quite Canadian movie because it's a British filmmaker and American production company, but a ton of Canadian actors actually shot in Canada, mm-hmm. actually set in Canada, Canadian money, Canadian references. So very, very Canadian, more Canadian than many Canadian movies because yeah. I always, my biggest pet peeve is when it's clearly a Canadian movie, Canadian actors, Canadian settings. It looks like Vancouver. It looks like Toronto. And then they pull out money and it's American. And you've just seen an outside shot that has Canadian license plates and Canada Post and stuff like that. Yeah. And you're just like, why does it matter? Just say it's in Toronto. Especially when it says like Ottawa on a sign or something. It's the and best. You're like, even yeah. if you're not from here, you'd be like, okay, but didn't they say this was Chicago? <laughs> like, There's a TV movie and it's a fight scene on 
a hockey rink and they say they're in some american town they're in chicago but along the rink ads it says ottawa citizen ottawa son <laughs> yeah, ottawa radio station ottawa Jeez. realtor and you're just like like rumble in the bronx with the mountains in the background oh, yeah. <laughs> like the mountains um, of new york yeah yeah i don't really think this is where you said it was but okay and uh, then i'll quickly mention i almost forgot we have another round of saturday night cinema coming up this mm. friday and again it's a secret movie free for members members only and but did we, you say saturday night cinema this friday did i <laughs> Saturday night cinema. I, I think I believe you did, but I'm not gonna. You know, if we'll, I did, I'll go back and put we'll, Saturday. Don't you cut that out? I'm not gonna cut it. I'm gonna leave this in, and I say I'll go back in and put in. I was like, this. some of what he just said doesn't seem to make sense. I'll put in your voice saying Saturday, <laughs> Mr. Black. <laughs> Two weeks in a row, and then we have possibly our last Mayfair virtual cinema. We're doing one more with. 36 Chambers. Mm. It's Lee's, one of his favorite movies called My Lucky Stars with Jackie Chan and Samuel Hung. We love 36 Chambers, but just their business model is really set more for the states right now Mm -hmm. with helping independent cinemas who aren't showing movies. We're showing movies again. So we're kind of getting more to focus on that and doing okay with that. So might be our last at-home virtual cinema, but if you're not coming out to the movies on, that's maybe why I had it in my head. That's Friday night, August 28th. And, and it's live uh, commentary by Scott Adkins, the martial okay. arts film star. It's a super okay. big shot. Because I misread that. I star. thought he was in the movie. No. I didn't realize. Because I was like, okay, that must be a pretty new movie. No, he's a, fan, he's a fan of, he grew up as a fan of martial arts cinema. Yeah, that makes sense. And now he's, you know, he's he does his own martial arts films. So he he's does, really interesting. I read his little blurb just for this. Yeah. And, and he's, he's a good actor, too. Very yeah. educated and, and like, yeah. pops up in weird stuff like Doctor Strange every once in yeah. a while. Hmm. So he is the 80s archetype of a vhs action star yeah yeah except elsewhere in the world he's enormous and here he's kind of still that cult kind of he's thing. the jeff wincott of his time yeah, yeah. <laughs> michael wincott's yeah. brother these are all great shout outs or that guy from uh, american ninja you know the one or uh who's that guy who he was kind of big in the 90s and then he just vanished jeff speakman oh yeah oh, oh yeah for sure whatever happened i don't think i've seen a jeff speakman movie i no. i definitely have i'm not bragging <laughs> it's like i think a lot of the, the i just i'd go to the video store and i'd see jeff speakman yeah. movies on the shelf but i never they're all like the same title too it'll be like the perfect you know, like weapon the, yeah yeah or like hard to kill or like easy to kill you know i mean they're basically just uh hard to kill a steven seagal i know i know i, I realized as i was saying i was like hopefully they'll you. let me go on that one but no I can't, you can't get one by on andrew so you can find us on the internets at mayfairtheater.ca twitter instagram facebook and say nice things about us more people have been saying nice things about it, which is so nice. Just hmm. all those little thumbs up and iTunes reviews and stuff are nice to see. And when you're dropping by and when you say, hey, are you on the podcast? That just makes my day. That yeah, makes yeah. me go like, wow, some human being out there is listening to the podcast. And you got a good chance of being right because there's so few employees. So. That's right. There's only <laughs> a couple good. of us here. Yeah. Our friends at House of Targ and Black Squirrel across the street, all kinds of places in our neighborhood are opened up for business. You can visit House of Targ on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And it's just the best dinner in a movie. If you can go to House of Targ, play video games for a bit, eat some pierogies, and then mm-hmm. come here for like a nine o'clock movie of Scott Pilgrim or something like yeah. that. For example, Scott that's Pilgrim. That's pretty amazing. That's a great double bill right yeah. there. So thanks for listening, and we'll see you again here at the Mayfair for more movies as we soldier on into the oh, fall and winter. <laughs> Close to September. I guess it's September now when you listen yeah. to this. But anyway, you'll be fine. Bye, everybody. Thank you. Bye. Bye. See you later. We should be selling burnt orange Hershey chocolate bars to go (laughs) with the movie. Burnt burnt orange coffee? Yeah, there's still time to do this, guys. Yo, hello? Download.
Lee's greatest achievement as star, director, and scriptwriter in The Way of the Dragon. Action, thrills, excitement, kung fu style. The Way of the Dragon. Starring Bruce Lee.